Today's podcast is brought to you by newspapers.com, the ultimate destination for exploring the mysteries of the past. If you're fascinated by true crime, get ready to dive into the stories that made headlines. Newspapers.com offers nearly a billion pages of historical newspapers from the U.S. and beyond, and you can search the entire collection in seconds. Their vast newspaper collection is a goldmine for eyewitness accounts, crime scene photos, news reports, and more. Whether you're interested in famous crimes or long-forgotten cases, Newspapers.com gives you a front-row seat to more than 300 years of history. For our listeners, Newspapers.com has a special offer. Use the code CUPOFMURDER for an exclusive 20% discount on your subscription. That's promo code CUPOFMURDER at Newspapers.com. Sign up today and start unraveling the true crime mysteries that keep you up at night. The new year is here, which means it's time to start new habits and make those yearly resolutions. Mine this year was to get healthier and improve my quality of life, which is why I want to talk to you guys about Noom. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all and don't take into account each person's individual needs, which in turn doesn't really set you up for success. Those workout plans you pull from the internet don't think about your individual dietary restrictions, medical issues, or other personal needs. Noom does all of that before building a tailor-made plan that works for you and your lifestyle. It doesn't try to restrict what you eat and never shames you for wanting to treat yourself. And unlike before, I feel the motivation I need to succeed and none of the frustration that came with other plans. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy wherever books are sold. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird Video games are supposed to be a fun way to unwind and entertain, not something that feels like life or death. On December 22, 1993, a young man was born who would, it seemed, take out his anger over losing a gaming tournament on his fellow competitors. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, Sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On August 26, 2018, the GLHF Game Bar, the Good Luck Have Fun Game Bar, in the Jacksonville Landing Indoor Marketplace, was hosting a Madden NFL 19 video game tournament where around 130 to 150 participants and onlookers turned out. One of the participants standing in that Florida building was David Katz, who, after two days of competing, wearing sunglasses and a backpack the entire time, lost a game, refused to shake the hand of the winner, and walked out of the tournament. While his actions were unsportsmanlike, I'm sure he was not the first nor the last to take losing the game harshly. However, he set himself apart from the others when, instead of simply going home to mourn the loss, he came back to the GLHF pulled out one of the two handguns he brought in his pack, and fired 12 shots. Viewers watched the entire thing unfold as the event, which was being streamed on Twitch and later uploaded on YouTube, descended into absolute chaos. 
One of the tournament announcers was interviewing what would be the first victim as the shots rang out at 1.30 p.m. Claiming the man was intentionally targeted, once the victim fell to the ground, David turned the weapon and began shooting indiscriminately. As another lost their life and 10 others were wounded, first responders arrived at the scene just two minutes after the first 911 call, and firefighters, who were training in the area, started to help the people who managed to escape the building. While the Coast Guard was called to sweep the nearby waterways, the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, after what seemed like the final bullet was shot, urged individuals to stay away from the location at 2.13 p.m. while the SWAT officers went inside and began searching the area. When they did, they were able to confirm that, just 20 seconds after opening fire, David Katz had turned his weapon on himself and taken his life. The victims of the Jacksonville Landing shooting were Elijah Clayton, a 22-year-old professional gamer from California who made the last-minute decision to attend the tournament, the man who seemed to be the main target, and Taylor Robertson, a 27-year-old professional gamer from West Virginia. Eleven others were taken to the hospital for treatment. Some were injured while trying to flee the marketplace, and 10 were shot by the gunman. Taking to Twitter, the sheriff's office announced the fatalities at 2.45 p.m., said that their suspect was dead at the scene at 2.53 p.m., and later said that, armed with a 45 caliber handgun and a 9mm, both purchased legally in Baltimore, Maryland, the weapon used in the actual shooting was outfitted with an aftermarket laser sight, which was seen on the video pointed at Elijah Clayton, and a trigger guard. So who exactly was the man who took the lives of his fellow competitors? David Katz, born on December 22, 1993, was a 24-year-old professional Madden player from Baltimore who had, back in 2017, won $10,000 in another Madden tournament. After losing a few rounds of the competition, David was unable to reach the finals, and in addition to the refusal to shake his competitor's hand, Others stated that the man was, quote, acting weird throughout the day. When digging into his life, investigators found that David had a history of mental illness, was diagnosed with dysthymia and oppositional disorder, and had been involuntarily committed to mental hospitals on a number of occasions. As a child, David was placed on antipsychotic medication used to treat schizophrenia, a move that, at the time, was opposed by his father. He was then placed on two antidepressants as well, which his father said would, quote, pose significant and unknown risks to children. And from then on, David's parents spent their lives disagreeing over how best to treat their son. In a 2006 divorce filing, the custody battle over 12-year-old David was so acrimonious that both parents filed to have a court-appointed guardian assigned to their son. While his mother wanted to place him on strong medications and send him for psychiatric evaluation, his father advocated for support groups instead. Once in high school, David became known as the, quote, loner video gamer, was antisocial, and rarely talked to his fellow classmates. Despite this, though, he was described as a good guy. And when news of the shooting spread, many found themselves taken aback by what he did. Three years after graduating high school, David began classes at the University of Maryland, majoring in environmental science and technology. But by the time the shooting occurred, the university said that he was no longer a registered student. 
Though many who knew David outside of the gaming community were surprised by his actions, those who were there that day and who attended other tournaments said that the shooting was just the end of a history of bad blood between David Katz and Elijah Clayton. With one gamer claiming, quote, Katz did not shoot Elijah Clayton because he lost a game at a Madden tournament, but instead he believed Clayton was specifically targeted because he, Clayton, continually picked on Katz, who was, quote, socially awkward. Many recounted seeing the red dot appear on Elijah's head, eye, and chest before the shooting took place. The gamer also said, however, that none of the other competitors knew David was struggling with his mental health. Others said that David disliked Elijah from the moment they met, and that things took a real turn when he took a book that David created and posted it online for everyone to read without buying. The 24-year-old allegedly hated Elijah, which might explain why he came to the tournament armed with two handguns. Though this might have been the motive for the shooting spree, with David's suicide, there is no real way to confirm any of these claims. The shooting, though incredibly fast, led to a total of about 50 lawsuits blaming various entities for the deaths and injuries. People like the Madden NFL creators, companies that manage the landing, security, the owners of the nearby Chicago Pizza where he went before the shooting, and the GLHF, the cases were brought in front of nine separate circuit court judges. In addition to the suits, Electronic Arts executives, the creators of the game, halted all other Madden NFL tournaments to review their safety protocols. Then they continued. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear a terrible thing happened on December 23rd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.